Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. A major test for the Detroit Lions, and they flunked it big time. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It is Maggie and Perloff. New morning show right here on CBS Sports Radio. The Lions are still a great story. They've given their fans hope, Perloff. They're a division leader in the NFC North. That might not be saying much. But they went on the road to face another division leader in the Baltimore Ravens, and this was a small spread. Everyone thought this was going to be a close game, but not sure which way it was going to come out, and it was a thorough shellacking. This was a Lions team that was riding high. The offense had been explosive. They had just come off of four straight games where they were beating opponents by two scores, just averaging over 20 points a game. The Ravens had scored four touchdowns before Detroit got a first down yesterday. It was just a butt whooping. Absolutely. I mean, I do think Detroit looked at this game on their schedule and said, all right, we're definitely not going to bring David Montgomery back for that. At a conference, on the road, I don't – that was a huge difference. You could see, especially in the red zone, Detroit got close, and that's where David Montgomery's been pounding. I didn't see the real Detroit team last night. Once they got behind, they – you did realize one thing. Detroit needs to run the ball to be a dominant team. And once you're down 28 nothing, Lamar Jackson's on fire right now. I'm not panicking about Detroit at all after that game. I think that they were still going to kill all their bad opponents. That was a road loss. And without, without Montgomery, okay. they're going to be totally fine. Their defense is a little vulnerable. Don't think that that game is going to translate to future games for Detroit. Okay, they didn't have David Montgomery, but I can't. This offense had been super explosive, and they did have Gibbs. They yeah, did have Jameer okay. Gibbs. Who's also been hurt, by the way. Yeah, who carried the ball 11 times for 68 yards. They couldn't get anything going. There was not one player, I think, who was going to determine the difference in this game because the Ravens were all over the Lions. And here's the thing. Will it end up mattering in terms of the Lions and their pursuit of the number one overall seed in the NFC? Maybe not, but this was the, they were going up against a class team in the AFC and it was not even competitive. And Lamar Jackson now has to have himself staunchly back in the MVP race. He was almost perfect yesterday. 21 for 27, 357 yards, three touchdowns to the air, one in his legs. I mean, he was great. They are this like, are they like a sleeping giant? It's weird to say that about the Ravens because they're division leader. But we give them no publicity whatsoever as the national media. And they were awesome yesterday. Yeah, they were awesome. But, again, I, have I seen that movie before? I, I feel like Lamar Jackson won an MVP. And did that result in a Super Bowl? 
It didn't, but it's he's got more different. offensive weapons now. Yeah. He's, and it definitely is different. Now, he still holds on to the ball a little bit. Yeah, but right now, at least the Lions couldn't make him pay for it at all. And we'll see against better defenses. Obviously, we saw what happened against the Steelers a couple of weeks ago and all the drops. But the offense is different. Like before we were saying, oh, it's still Lamar. He's still running. He's still doing all that. It's. It's different. It oh, feels yeah, no, it, much, much different, oh, it, and and that's why this year could be uh, a different result in the playoffs. Well, you know when it took off, it was that game against the Steelers, yep. where you saw he they were just five open drops, like he is throwing the ball differently. All that is true. All that is true. But they're I'm telling you right now, they're not getting the number one seed. Their their schedule is too tough, so they're going to be in that mix where we're going to have to see Lamar Jackson in the playoffs beat two or three good teams. I'm I'm just not convinced it's going to happen yet. Uh, it's going to be the same playoff story where I think the defenses get much tougher. Look at the schedule, by the way. They have to go their last four games at Jacksonville, whose defense looks amazing, at San Francisco, obviously, yep. then Miami and Pittsburgh. So they they have to get the number one seed to really put themselves in position here. I think it's going to be too hard to do. Well, uh, it's a function partly because their division is really competitive. Yeah, the division is awesome, as we expected. It took a minute to kind of get going, yeah. and the Bengals still have to get going a little bit. And the Browns are crazy win yesterday where one Colts defender gets called for two straight defensive penalties and ends up setting up the win for Cleveland, who was playing mostly with their backup quarterback yesterday. But I, I don't know. Like, I think the Ravens... Yes, the schedule is hard, but they're putting some distance between themselves right now. They're 5-2. and two. Steelers are nipping at the heels, and obviously the Steelers have a win over them. But I, I, I'm, look, I'm looking at this Ravens team, and I'm feeling a lot different about them. Because before, it was the Lamar show, and that's it. Now it's the Lamar show, and oh my gosh, we have so much more. Yes, but this this win yesterday, I, I do think it's one of those games where it was game flow, where they just jumped all over them. Then when the Lions can't run the ball then there's not much they can do. So I'm not going to read as much into the blowout. Remember the year that Lamar won the MVP? Yeah. They start off the season, I think they beat the Dolphins 57-3. They will just get rolling sometimes. And when that offense is rolling, again, I, it's like the Cowboys. Show me in the playoffs. Is that unfair to do? Because there is a history here where they've not delivered on this era of the Ravens. Um. I don't think that's unfair. No, I think the expectations are that high. But, yeah, oh, definitely. But like, it's Super to... Bowl or bust. I will agree with that. Like, if this team is so good, like, if they don't win a Super Bowl, then they didn't do what they're supposed to do. Like, it's disappointing. Also, I mean, let's think about it. The Ravens are kind of kind of due for a Super Bowl. Yeah. They find themselves, like, in this position every, like, eight years or something, and all of a sudden, here come the Ravens with a really legitimate shot. You're not going to keep them yeah. down for long. And here's the other thing about Baltimore. Baltimore, sneaky, has a great home field. Mm. Baltimore is one of those teams where when they are clicking, they are so dangerous. If they're not at home, they're dangerous on the road. Why? Because good lines travel. They've had some injuries on the offensive line, but still good. And the defense is that classic Ravens D where they find these guys in the draft who just turn into all pros. So... Then on the flip side, you've got the Lions. And I have to imagine the Lions fans are waking up with a big bit of a hangover today. Yeah. You you think you're in it. You're flying high. You feel like you got the best team in decades and generations. The fan base is traveling well, you know, they're showing up in opponent stadiums. 
and then you just get walloped like this. I mean, it's it's got to be a step back. I, I don't think Detroit fans are that sad. I'd like to hear from them. Like, I have a good buddy who's a Lions fan, my friend Ray, and he he wasn't bothered by this loss. He's like, yeah, you're going to lose that game anyway. Look at their schedule, Maggie. They're, they're going to be... A lot of wins on the schedule. 13-4. and four. Yeah. So I do think... Yes, this this is what my friend Jalen Hurts says. You're either winning or you're learning. This is definitely a learning situation. <laughs> your personal friend, yeah, right? Yeah, your friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jalen says you're winning or you're learning. So to me, yes, this was a bad game for the Lions, but I don't see this as a referendum. Also, the NFC is a little weaker than the AFC. Like Detroit does not have the same road that Baltimore has. So they could they could fix this. They're going to beat Vegas, go to 6-2. and two. Then they at the Chargers, but Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, Broncos, Vikings. It is... Win, 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 win. No, I get it. But, okay, we talked about the Miami Dolphins who lost last night to Perloff's Philadelphia Eagles. And you look at the Dolphins, you are like, they're 5-2. and two. But who have they beaten? Yeah. And then who have they lost to? They've beaten bad teams. They've lost to good teams. You look at the Detroit Lions now. Outside of the KC win, which was the season opener where they did not have Kelsey or Chris Jones, which, listen, you still get the W, but who have you actually beaten here and who have you lost to? You've actually beaten Atlanta, Green Bay, Carolina, and yeah. Tampa Bay. That's not exactly murderer's row. So is it going to be the thing where Detroit fattens up on a bad schedule yes. and then when we get to the playoffs, you really let people down? Because here's the thing. Detroit Lions fans understand what it's like to be humbled. They've been humbled for decades. However, it's different when you have expectations yeah. and then you get humbled like that. Okay, the difference between them and last year's Vikings, who are 13-4 and four and got killed in the first round, mm -hmm. the Lions have a, a strategy, a formula. They have to establish a run. Like, they can run all over you. When you're down 28 nothing, that's out the window. Jared Goff's not going to carry this team. So it's a matter of game flow. Like, they can get into the playoffs and run on somebody, hope for a low-scoring game. Aiden Hutchinson makes a big play. I'm not giving up on them. I totally understand what you're saying. Yes, they beat nobody. Luckily for them, they play nobody. Yes. They're going to be a good <laughs> playoff position. And if they could just get to that run game, then they're a much more dangerous team. But you know what? That That's like, um, it's like the euphemism to call someone. It's like, you know, you're a good run team. What does that really mean? It means you're a front runner. It means yeah, you've got to be ahead and you can't definitely. play from behind. And I'm curious if the Lions can actually play from behind. Yeah. This is like Dallas. This is like. Kind of the Niners a little bit. Like, we don't think Brock Purdy can I don't know that he's never played from behind, but I imagine he's not great. Yeah, right. it. <laughs> Does like Brock Purdy bring him back from two, three scores down? I don't know. Bills are like this. Like some teams just have to get out to a big lead and can't come back. Are the Bills like that? Because they don't run the ball. I, I think the no. Bills more is Josh Allen <laughs> no, throws they, desperate passes to get the lead back. They can have these sort of furious comebacks, but they're obviously much yeah, better front running. That's a great point. They're in that list of teams that once they start running the ball, they're really, really good. I think Miami has a little bit of that, too. Maybe because Miami. Miami can kill you with Mike McDaniel's run game, but if they're behind, we saw last night against the Eagles, they couldn't do it. Which is odd, right? Yeah. Because you would think if any team could be built to come back from a big deficit, wouldn't mm -hmm. it be Miami? They got this quick strike offense. You've got Tyree Kill. Like, you should never be out of it if you're Miami. But really, the guts of that offense is much like San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. They're running just, you know, having multiple weapons. It starts with a run game. I was, as an Eagles fan, I was so relieved to not have Miami run the ball. Eagles stuffed them early. That was huge. And same with the Ravens, by the way. David Montgomery is, like, the MVP of that Lions team. I, I thought that was a huge difference. In the red zone, they needed a tough run, and they had no one to do it. Let's hear a little from the Ravens after this big win yesterday. Uh, first, can we get uh, John Harbaugh, please? Pete, cut 11. He said Lamar Jackson wasn't even really happy with that win. 
I just think he's very determined, very persistent. Uh, he's not even that. I don't think he's even that happy with the game. What, what I see him in the locker room right now, it's not like he's all giddy in there, is he, Mark? No. Sure wasn't. He's thinking about the plays that, that he could have had. There he comes in here. See, see, right? He's thinking about the plays he wants to get better at. So that that's that's uh, that's how all our guys are thinking right now. That's how they should be thinking. All right, Lamar Jackson, Ooh, I like that. a nearly perfect game, not happy with his uh, performance. Oh, if I'm a Ravens fan, that's exactly what I want to hear. That's very Belichickian to, to be mad after a win, especially <laughs> a win like that, a 38-6 win, yes. Uh, let's hear from Lamar. Says he can't get too happy. It's just one regular season game. It's, I mean, I believe when you're playing regular season games, you should be okay You know, with winning. I'm all right with winning, but still regular season, you know. And we made strides for improvement from last week and early on in the season. I believe we did, but it's just one regular season game. Yeah, saying the right things there. It wasn't, though. I mean, they can say that, and they will say that, and the Lions will, you know, own it and how they lost. But I don't think it was just a regular season win. I, I think when you have these tests throughout the season, you're trying to figure out where are the pressure points in my team? How good am I really? We talked about this with the Dallas Cowboys going against the San Francisco 49ers, the litmus test. How good are they really? Yeah. And this was one of those games I thought for the Detroit Lions, and it was it was terrible for them. Nope, I don't think so. I think they mailed that one in. I really do. I think it's an out-of-conference game on the road when they're shorthanded. I don't think the Lions brought their A game. I, I think you'll see a different Lions I think Lions they got team. smacked in the mouth and then <laughs> just had no answers. I, I think, you know, they had a, basically the entire team was on the injury report coming to that game. I thought that they were caught, you know. But, but Perloff, do, yeah. you, do you feel like a team like the Lions, given they haven't won anything in forever, do you think they have the luxury or they have the yes. right to go into a game where you're playing it against an elite opponent and lay down like that? Like, I can understand maybe this is the Chiefs or this is – I don't want to say the Bills because no. I know Maggie would not accept that. No. But the Chiefs or the Eagles, you Could have be this strategic. game. Right. right. You say, all right, you know what? I understand. The Lions, they they have not tasted enough success to me mm. to play the way they played yesterday. I don't know. Your right guard's out. Your your leading running back is out. I think that they kind of play that game a certain way. I, I think that they are looking ahead to other things because— Your right guard is out. Is the NFL. Well, but they're, they're, they're a shredding run-blocking line. Like we they, were talking about Jared Goff as an MVP candidate with Amon Ross St. Brown and Jamison Williams. You can't just all of a sudden, it's like, oh, they're only a running game. By the way, good teams win in a variety of different ways. They just couldn't run the ball because they got down by four times touchdowns before they got a first down. Yeah, but I'm telling you right now, this team is going to win 12 or 13 games. That that doesn't change I mean, anything about this. They, they might, but yeah. who cares? Like, right. I almost have to shrug at this point. Yeah, they're in the NFC. It's a little different. It's a little different. They're not going to Baltimore in the playoffs. They're not going to Kansas City in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl, but I do think that they are not somebody to be counted out. Like, they come out with 13 wins. I, that again, your Vikings did last year too, EJ. I think that they're going to probably get a home field playoff game. And if they establish a run, they could win a playoff game. They could even end up in the NFC title game. Let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS, a game we haven't talked much about. George is calling from Los Angeles, wants to weigh in. The Rams lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers at home yesterday. George, good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, the Rams got humble in the fourth quarter. They looked pretty bad. Yep. Uh, but the referee didn't do many favors in that game at fourth and one. They still had one more shot, but uh, for some reason 
on the replay, they gave Pittsburgh the first down. It was obviously not a first down. So It was NFL wild. Was, that was an amazing that, call. It was an unbelievable <laughs> thing. I was like, are we watching this on live television? They realize they're on TV right now, right? And they just gave Pittsburgh this first down that they definitely did not earn. Yeah, and you couldn't, you couldn't review it, too. Yeah, because Sean, Sean McVay did not have any timeouts left. So he couldn't uh, ask for the review or the challenge or whatever. And so you just got this dumbfounded look of Sean McVay staring up at that massive scoreboard, just like, what do you do? And Pittsburgh kneeled out the game. Crazy. Yeah. um, I don't know if it's still here, but that was embarrassing by the referees. You got to get that right. It's the NFL, for God's sake. (laughs) And George, thank you for the call. And sorry about that with the Rams, but... It was egregious. There were a couple, I mean, just really, really tough calls. And you, Perloff, you have a theory because the offense has been down and yeah. it's been this sort of story about offenses down, people's fantasy teams. It's like all-time lows. All the unders were hitting yeah. in Vegas. You you called well, this. It would be a flip-flop. So there's an NFL writer named Warren Sharp who's really, really good. He's very sharp, no pun intended. He's an analytics guy. And he wrote this article about the pre-snap calls against the offense and why the defense has taken the the upper hand. I guarantee they read it in the league office, and the officials were told, do not call a bunch of things on the offense. So you saw DPI all over the place. You saw them giving every call to the offense, and it helped for most of the time. Uh, most of the games, I don't know how many went over. Last week it was 2-12-1. I'm sure it was a majority went over this week. So that's good for the NFL. I think it's the right move. I, I, I was getting sick of the way they were calling offensive holding it's oh it's annoying but at the same time it's so inconsistent yeah and that's where fans have a gripe i mean you know george is talking about an obvious bad call that happened that steelers rams game but it's just you never know week to week and crew to crew what's gonna happen meanwhile totally the 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 most impressive or the the most difficult race we, we started off the segment talking about lamar jackson put himself in the mvp conversation with his performance yesterday against the lions how in the world is anyone going to determine who defensive player of the year is? <laughs> I know. You have TJ Watt yesterday, who is a single game wrecker. Miles Garrett literally jumps over the offensive line of scrimmage to block a field goal yesterday. It was like he was doing hurdles in the Olympics. Amazing. You have... I mean, who am I forgetting? Well, Micah Parsons has been he's been a little inconsistent. He could come back out of nowhere. Daniil Hunter on the Vikings is leading the league in sacks. If he gets traded to a contender, all of a sudden you have that guy. We'll see him tonight. Yeah, we'll see him tonight. He could chase the all-time sack record. How about Chris Jones uh, Chris has probably Jones. been the most important person on the Chiefs not named Patrick Mahomes? Uh, Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald's still always elite. the same. There's a bunch of guys. It's weird because it's an offensive era, but we have these singular NFL stars who are unblockable. And there was a point where the Colts should have just let Cleveland stay on offense so Miles Garrett wasn't on the field. <laughs> when he jumped over that guy to block the field goal, I've never seen that. He, you know, you called him as defense player of the year, and I, I think he's the front runner now. Be- if the Browns are at least near 500, it's all because of him and their kicker. That they have two weapons, Miles Garrett and Dustin Hopkins. <laughs> Otherwise, they have no chance. He is unbelievable. We thought he was going to be like this. I think it's really come to fruition now. Um, just a last thing here about the Steelers, and you're welcome to call in 855-2124-CBS. You get a little of uh, Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid. It's not as long of a streak, but Mike Tomlin now, I believe, six consecutive games following a bye. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And Mike go. Tomlin is looks like he's headed towards another 500 or above season. 
Of course. Hall of Famer. It's what they do. Uh, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Even the Mac Canada slander It's put on hold briefly. 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 You know, I picked the Steelers to go to the Super Bowl, and I want a new offensive coordinator. I, I think the Steelers fans should keep yelling at Matt Cannon. <laughs> it wasn't that good yesterday. No, it wasn't that good. 855-212-4CBS. Welcome to Weigh In. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio is where you can watch this show. We say good morning to the Weedos and the coffee drinkers. Of course, our incredible CBS Sports Radio affiliates, who we love and appreciate. The free Odyssey app is where you can download and listen to the show. It's crystal clear. Sirius XM Channel 1. 58. Okay, coming up, the one Super Bowl contender looking like frauds. Get to that in a minute. Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. All right, you can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. So Maggie teased, this contender is possibly a fraud. And we didn't discuss this before. I'm not sure which fraud she was talking about, but I have to be honest. I got the info out of her in the break. I'm a bit surprised here. How? How could you be surprised? Who is your fraud? It's the Buffalo Bills. It's the team I've been rooting for since I was a kid. And it pains me to say it, but they are not the contender like other teams in the AFC. They're not even close to being on the same level as the Chiefs, but that's probably been for a while now. Okay, I'll buy that. They beat Miami, but to be honest, like, was that a little bit more about Miami having a letdown after they had scored 70 the week before? The Bills, (laughs) here's the thing. They beat them 48 to 20, okay. Here's the thing. If you are a great team in this league, you have to be able to diagnose what's wrong and you've got to be able to change it, especially when you're going against weaker opponents, right? So for the last three games, and I'm not saying that Jacksonville is necessarily weaker, but the last three games, the Bills have had a total of 10 first-half points. And two of those three games, they played against two of the worst teams in the league, in the Giants and yesterday in the New England Patriots. You cannot be that bad consistently and have the same problems over and over again, especially when you're playing against inferior competition. You are asking to get upset, which is exactly what happened yesterday. Okay, counter-argument. This happens to good teams lose divisional games. The Eagles lose to the Commanders all the time, and no one quite knows why. So can't you just chalk that up? Haven't the Bills had great seasons where they've dropped games like this? Okay, you have a little institutional knowledge because, I don't know, your team went to the freaking Super Bowl last year. Yeah. You know that they're actually able to win these big games and get to the big game. The Bills don't have that institutional knowledge. The Bills are uh, objectively should be a great team, but you watch how they play against the Giants and the Patriots, and I'll say against Jacksonville also, and it is atrocious. And the furious comebacks at the end – it's not sustainable. And you saw that yesterday, how it came back to bite them in the butt. Now, here's the thing. But that was a nice comeback. It failed. Well, I mean, it was a nice comeback that they were down when it looked like the game was over and they came back and took the lead. This is a team in the Patriots that lost to the Saints like 34 to nothing. I hear you. But didn't the same thing happen two years ago in that windy game where they dropped a game to yes. a 
very average Patriots team. Then last year, they dropped a game to the Jets okay. game, and both times they ended up with 13 wins. So what's the problem? Well, the Bills already have as many losses this year as they did the entire last year, and yeah. their schedule is very tough. They've lost three All-Pros on defense. It's Ooh. not the same. And guys keep – they keep missing guys. All-Pros, Pro Bowlers, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And where's the help? Like, the trade deadline, tick, tick, tick. Are they even going to be able to make a move because they're up against the cap because Josh Allen makes so much money? So refresh my memory. Who are the three All-Pros? I know Milano. Milano went out. Tredavious, Tredavious White. White. And Daquan Jones is a pro bowler. Yeah, he's played – he was amazing. Thank you. Is he done for the year? <laughs> yes. Thank okay. you. Yes. All right. They, they can't keep losing all these guys on defense. And even still, the defense has kept them in these games. This is totally 100% on the offense. To me, it's on the play calling. And something's got to change. Now, I would say that at least they could, they can control this, maybe, because I don't think they're getting beat necessarily in the first half. They're just not showing up. And the play calling, as I said, is just so infuriating that it's on them to change it. I saw some nice plays by James Cook. Why not a little more of that? <laughs> Great question. You took him in the second round. The second round. He's on my fancy team. I would certainly like to see a lot more of him. You saw in the first play coming out of halftime. They go on this long, sustained drive. They drive the ball like 80 yards. And James Cook was a huge part of that uh, that drive. And by the way, what the hell got into Mac Jones yesterday? He looked like Tom Brady out there. He couldn't miss. This is like a terrible quarterback whose entire career is on life support. And the Bills basically breathe life back into Mac Jones's career. I mean, yesterday. He 250 yards. Let's not say it was Did you watch Tom the Brady. game? He was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch them on yeah, third I, down? I watched it. First of all, the Patriots tried to hand that game back to the Bills. Because they suck. Like, the Patriots stink. <laughs> they didn't have any choice but to try to hand it back, and the Bills still couldn't take it. And the, and the Bills are supposed to be a good team, but you can't be this inconsistent and still be considered a Super Bowl contender. I'm sorry. It's out. I told you my black box theory on them. Whatever Josh Allen does at the end of the games when he's yeah. furiously bringing them back, make the whole team out of that. Okay. Like, you need to make the whole plane out of black box. So here's the problem with that, and this is the catch-22 that I'm realizing now is happening with the Buffalo Bills. They were, let's see, 5 for 12 on third down yesterday. But That's good. Jo- Josh Allen... It, five or 12 is fine. It, I mean, with the, <laughs> statistically fine, but there were so many. They're always uh, in third and eight. Because they can never, ever give themselves third and manageable. It's like impossible. But here's the thing. Josh Allen usually accounts for a lot of these third downs when he converts them with his legs. Here's the catch-22 of the Bills. They need him to run the ball in order to win. The more he runs the ball, the more likely it is he's going to get injured. Yeah. There's no, they have not figured out a sweet spot here. Meanwhile, he's already playing with a shoulder injury, but they have not figured out a sweet spot here on how to use him. You're saying that like that's revelatory. You've been saying that for five years. Well, against good teams, it's one thing. Against terrible teams, it should be a no-brainer. Okay, they have Tampa Bay on Thursday night. Yeah, primetime. Is there... If they lose this game, I will finally buy into your Bills panic, but I think you just tend to panic about the Bills too soon. Perloff, if you lost to the Patriots and then needed a referee bail you out against the Giants, you'd be panicking too. They're fine. They're going to be 5-3 and three by Friday. And then they have some easy games on their schedule. What they're going to be make able- you think they're going to, that they are in any way this is a gimme against Tampa? <laughs> they were an eight and a half point favorite against New England. Again, one of the worst teams in the league. So you can't give me that Tampa's a bad team because they just lost to a bad team in the Patriots. Okay, you 
Let's uh, let's do a massive, biggest show bet you've ever made in no, your life. Straight I'm, up money line on this game. No, I'm not doing that. Because but you just said what makes you think they're safer. Okay. I don't, wa- don't want to bet on the Bills right now. They don't deserve my money. And this Tampa Bay is going to travel to Buffalo on a Thursday night and win a football game? How is that going to happen? Maybe I'm totally wrong, but Tampa Bay is terrible. The New York almost did it. I mean, the Giants win to Buffalo on Sunday night football. Yeah, but New York's at least a Northeastern team. I, I cannot see this game be close. And the Giants are well, just not winter Tampa. yet. Tampa yeah. Bay is bad, by <laughs> the way. Tampa Bay is really so are the bad. Giants. So are the Giants and so are the Patriots. Oh, show bet three-way, four-way, Me- straight straight up. If you guys are so confident in your bucks, no, no, put no. it on the line. Here's the thing. This is I had Patriots fans texting me yesterday, what are you doing? Your team is screwing up our shot at the number one overall pick. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, great question. I, I have no idea what they're doing because one team is trying to lose probably to get to a to number one overall pick and another team fancies themselves a Super Bowl contender. And you couldn't and, tell who was who last yesterday. And, and off, I know you talked about the Bills being fine and you've pointed some of these games, but I'm looking at these games that they have on their schedule. They have at Cincinnati. They have at Philadelphia. Yeah. They have at Kansas City. Yeah. They have home against Dallas. They have at Miami to end the season. I mean, they're only four and three. Let's say you lose yeah. all those games, which is entirely possible. Right. You're nine and eight. That's they're going to lose fighting. all You're those fighting games. for your life. If you can't win one of those games, then what are you doing here? So they're That's right. what I'm saying. They might not deserve to be uh, here. I, I, First of all, they're going to win some of those games. The, EJ, you weren't here. Maggie convinced everybody. was panicked. She's like, they're not going to be able to beat the Raiders. They're not going to be able to beat the Raiders. And it just didn't happen. She's overly negative. Okay. Don't let it infect no, you. No, no, Perloff, here's the thing. They rebounded to beat the Raiders after losing to, was it the Jets, right? The, it was week two, I yes, believe. Yes, yes, They rebounded in that way, and it was great for two games. Raiders and Commanders. They can't, they can't sustain it. They find a way in a formula that works, and they they abandon it. And by the way, they had like four injuries on defense since that game. Set up a bet. You guys love the Bucks. You think Baker's going to be able to do no, this? No, hold on. Maggie, Maggie's worried about the Bucks. I'm worried about the Bills' bigger Making picture. Same. I'd be more willing to make that bet. Although you know, it's like weird to be rooting against your own team. But I'm going to make. I, I'd be willing to bet right now that I don't know if they're a playoff team. And it's not that, about the okay. Bucks. It's about what EJ said at Cincinnati, yep. at the Chiefs, at the Eagles. Let's do it. They're. I think they're still a playoff team. I. I don't like what I see, and I'm, they're not going to fire Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, in season. But man, is this thing broke? Just on a side note, let's yes. keep in mind that the Bucks are coached by Todd Bowles, who is perhaps one of the worst head coaches. I've <laughs> okay, seen. Okay, that's in fine. The but they just years. lost to the Patriots, who are worse than the Buccaneers. I don't think they're going to lose on Thursday, but the problem is they lost yesterday. And they lost to the Jaguars. They they almost lost to the Giants. They should have lost to the Giants. Right. Where was that game yesterday? It was in New England. Yeah. Playing in New England compared to the Bucks coming up on a Thursday night short week. Where was the Saints game? The The Saints game was in Foxford. They went 34-0. The Saints backed like Michael Jackson, like (laughs) moonwalk in Foxborough. And the Bills gave up 29 points to Joe Montana slash Mac Jones yesterday. Okay, so you are saying, Bogus, you can't say that you are not worried about the Bucks then. So you are worried about the Bucks. I think it's a losable game for them on Thursday. I don't think they're going to lose, but it's a losable game because they've given you no reason to be confident in them for the last month. How about this? Every game's a losable game. Every game, 
you guys are letting Maggie. So there, every single game in the NFL is a losable game. There's no game where you say, "Oh, this team has no chance." You guys don't believe in the no, no okay. chance. Buffalo there. allows these teams that are beneath around. them right. to play at their level. That's what we're saying. Is that it's not that Buffalo isn't way more talented than on paper. You look at these games, and say, "Oh, they should win." Is that when they have these games, they underperform? They've been first of all that is. Statistically not true. They're one of the biggest cover teams. When they're ten point favorites, okay. they blow out teams. They We're blow ta- out teams all the time. But Pearl, if you got to look at what's in front of you, this we're not talking about a season. Two weeks. This is not a season aggregate. This is also we're talking about what's happening now, which is the team is injured on defense and their the offense is clearly in a terrible slump. I, I I totally agree with that. The injuries on defense are a big deal, but I think that you guys are underestimating how bad some of these teams are playing are. Like I think the Buc- I watched the Bucks Falcons. That was my pick no, this week. No, that's the thing. we did really, underestimate how really bad the flawed. Patriots were and how bad the Giants are. But that game, and they still they still should have lost to one and did lose yesterday. The Patriots game was in New England divisional game, and you know Belichick knows that team really well. I I think it's hard to judge where the Bills are based on that game. Yes, they're uh, not great. They're their own worst enemy. It could be me, you, EJ, Bogish, and Bilotti out there, and they would have, <laughs> turn the ball over three times. It's not about who's on the other side. Uh, good we, defense. You guys got to do a show bet with me on this game. Somebody's no, because it's not about the Bucks. That's that's the thing. It's, the Bucks is the short-sighted. That's just the next opponent. This is about But you guys are keep issue. saying it's a losable game, so... <laughs> You gotta. We'll give odds here because to me, this is not a losable game. I might end up. I will. I will do something. I'll do something crazy if the Bucks win this game. Not shave an eyebrow, but something like that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to maybe a uh, tattoo. Bogus's headlines. We left no time for Bogus. <laughs> wow, a tattoo. All right. Let's think about. It. Uh, yes, they were banged up on the O line, but the Dolphins have now played two good teams this season and lost both times, scoring just thirty total points. A unique philosophy. From head coach Mike McDaniel. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. If you're going to lose games, you want it to be um, against a really good team and you want it to hurt. Um, and, you know, there's the, the collection of coaches and players um, in the locker room right now are hurting um, because, you know, they feel like 
they they left some plays on the field for sure. The oh, Dolphins did erase. Yeah, that was an eight second answer delivered in twenty two seconds. Uh, his team did erase a seventeen three hole, but then allowed the final fourteen points of Sunday Night football in Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts throwing for two scores, ran for one, but finished the game in a left knee brace. His co- head coach Nick Sirianni. There's nobody else I'd rather be our, be our quarterback, and he he he's tough. You know, y'all saw. I mean, y'all, y'all saw that he was going through a little something, and so he is tough. The first time a limp was noticeable was on a second-quarter run, but soon after, Hurts scrambled, made a great throw to A.J. Brown, who nearly scored. The brace came on at halftime. Hurts said he's fine, and, quote, I hope not, when asked if the knee could make him miss time. Andy Reid's Chiefs have a three-game lead in the AFC West through just seven weeks after down to the Chargers, 31-17. I don't know that answer. If we had that answer, I think we would fix it a long time. You're not Andy Reid. You're Michael Brantley. Wait your turn. KC Hi, only beat Denver 19-8 in KC 10 days ago. That's their next game coming up. Had I let, uh, correctly loaded Andy Reid's cut, he would have told you he's worried, haha, about playing the Broncos for the second time in a short span. Uh, the Falcons are first in the NFC South, courtesy of Youngway Koo's 51-yard field goal at the buzzer for a 16-13 win in Tampa Bay. And Tyson Badgent and the Bears beat Brian Hoyer and the Raiders 30-12. That snapped Chicago's 10-game losing streak in Chicago. The road team yet to lose in the ALCS. The Rangers winning again in Houston last night 9-2. So we get Game 7 there tonight. The Astros 1-4 and four at home this postseason after being three games under 500 there during the regular season. Here's Michael Brantley at the appropriate time. I don't know that answer. If we had that answer, I think we would fixed it a long time ago. But it's just about one game at a time mentality. Now, that doesn't matter. It's in the past. Uh, we need to turn the page and be ready for tomorrow. It's Christian Javier and Max Scherzer on the mound tonight. A 7 central first pitch. Game 6 in Philly begins at 5 Eastern. The Padres offseason began with reports of major issues between manager Bob Melvin and the front office and now reports that San Diego is letting Melvin interview for the Giants job, so that divorce should be finalized pretty soon. And Georgia's number one of the AP college football poll for the 19th straight week, but their 38 first-place votes, their second-fewest of this season. Number nine, Alabama, rejoins the top 10 for the first time since mid-September. Guys, back to you. Uh, thank you, Andrew Bogish. If you're watching the show, youtube.com slash Radio, where the widows and the coffee drinkers hang out, uh, they definitely want us to bet something on the Bills-Bucks game, but Maggie's Karaoke Pants says Perloff <laughs> said Perloff w- won't shave an eyebrow, but will gladly get a tattoo. <laughs> well, that was exactly what I said. <laughs> said Perloff could have no eyebrows and have had tattooed Bills win yeah. as eyebrows. We always used to do show bets at Dan Patrick's show, and we'd get maybe 50 emails a day saying shave an eyebrow. That is what everyone wants to see. This is not the movie The Wall from 1980. I'm not shaving an eyebrow. Also, I mean, you're sure it's going to grow back, right? I think so. Yeah. So this what, is, what are the odds on the Bills making the playoffs, by the way? I think you should go to Vegas with this one. They're still, I think they're like six in Super Bowl odds still. But there's something about the about Vegas can't quit the Bills. They must be this sort of, <laughs> like, people must love betting on them. Well, also, too, Vegas is pretty smart. I would not discount them. Okay, they're minus 175 to make the playoffs, plus 140. That's probably the slimmest odds they've had in five years. I was going to say, what do you think it was, though, before the Dolphins lost last night? Yeah, no, I, I think that I think the Bills lost to the Patriots probably knocked that out. I think it's a long – Josh Allen's right. It is a long season. Trust me, there's 25 injuries. In the, yeah, that they still I have mean, yet to sustain. Yeah, lovely. but the Dolphins, too, by the way. Like, <laughs> I would not 
I would not count the Dolphins as a finished product because they got to get through 17 weeks with Tua. It's just so funny because, Prof, you're like one of the only people I know who, like, you watch something. And I know you're watching the same thing we're watching. Yeah. You're watching every down. And just like you watch it, you see the team play badly, and you're just like, eh, it doesn't matter. I think you guys are underestimate. You guys are like, overreact what? to one what? game. It's an 18 It's been a three-game stretch right. where they've scored 10 points in the first half of three games combined. This is supposed to be a big offense, and then you're trying to play catch-up in the second half, and that's really hard to do no matter who you are in the NFL. It was a statistical anomaly that they let Mac Jones have a game-winning touchdown drive yesterday. That will happen once every out of 100 times. No, It was a fluke loss. I mean, it was a fluke that they no. got back in the game, but that is not going to happen a lot, even to the Bills. It wasn't. A, see, that's the thing. If you're watching it, it's not a fluke loss. The, this was the Patriots had their number basically from the beginning of the game. And the other part, it wasn't even, I mean, the Mac Jones play at the end, but it was the Ramondre Stevenson, right? Was he the one who had the big gain? I Yeah, I think so. I, I still think the Bills have a great chance of making the playoffs because you look at the AFC North, they all have winning records, but they all are going to beat each other up and make their records come down a little bit. All they have to do is get to 10 wins. And there's some easy games on that schedule. I think they can get to 10 wins. There's no such thing now as an easy game. <laughs> Definitely not Thursday. Does, against Baker Mayfield. We'll figure out We, By the way, or... we've done Amazon a favor here because we're clearly gearing <laughs> up to make people want to watch this terrible Bills-Bucks uh, game. Do you know what next Sunday night is? What? No. Bears-Chargers. Oh, oh, that's fascinating. All right. No, thanks. Can I'm flex, all into that game. Can they flex it? Why that's would you too flex late. that? That's going to be an unbelievable drama. The last two minutes, Justin Herbert against Tyson Badgett? Sign me up. <laughs> I mean, if that game has drama at the end for Herbert to and the Chargers to do themselves dirty again, shame on them in the first place. How do They're, you know the Fields isn't back by then? Uh, I don't think, is he is he supposed to be back by then? So I, the promo last night that ran had DJ Moore. Yeah, I did notice that. that. But, they, but Tariko talked about Bajent playing, so I, I don't I think the expectation is Fields is going to remain out. I thought Field was a, Fields was more like a month. They haven't said anything official yet. I don't even think they've confirmed a dislocated thumb. Maybe they did just that, but they've definitely not set a timetable from coming back. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. By the way, Tyson Badgett has a chance if this, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but he has a chance to put himself in the, you know, Brock Purdy. MVP conversation? No, no, I'm just saying of all time, great stories, like a Kurt Warner, Brock Purdy, out of nowhere kind of guy. It's much better than the Purdy story. Oh. At least Purdy was actually drafted. <laughs> now, Purdy was a college star. He was a Heisman candidate for this guy's. He was a D2 to- Heisman. Who, oh, this Tyson guy? Badgett. But this guy's claim to fame is his dad is the best arm wrestler of all time. It's amazing. <laughs> Does that get you set for a career in the NFL? <laughs> anyway, uh, coming up. Okay, so question. Are the Bills frauds? 855-2124-CBS. Coming up, the shocking revelation from the weekend. We get to that in a moment. Don't move. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Bill Belichick got his 300th win yesterday. You wouldn't know it. I mean, the guy's not excited or happy or anything like that, as you would expect here. Let's listen to a little Bill Belichick. Can we, Pete, cut eight? Asked about 300 wins and the significance. Uh, Bill, what is your reaction uh, to becoming the third head coach with 300 wins behind uh, Don Shula and George Hallis? Um, I mean, it's great. I'm really more focused on, you know, our team in this year and worry about that later. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. And good night. Um, one <laughs> thing we also learned... Yesterday, Ian Rappaport had a report before the game started that in the offseason, Bill Belichick had signed a contract extension, Perloff. So 
the idea that the Belichick is on the hot seat or that he could have been fired somehow in season, do we have to think about that differently now that we know that he just got paid by the Crafts this offseason? So what are the details? We never know the details. Yeah. It's Belichick's contract. Honestly, it does seem like he's there for a longer term. I think you guys should be excited. You, as in AFC East fans, I, I think this is a bad thing for the Patriots because I don't see them going anywhere. They're just never getting back to where they were with this team. It's not because Belichick's not a great coach. It's just they're in a rebuild that looks like it's not going to end anytime soon. So according to Rappaport, contractually, he, quote, is locked up long term. So it's funny because there was there's a lot of heat on Belichick. And yeah. the seat is hot and thinking about who could replace him and where would he coach next. So that's all for nothing now? Like, there's no smoke around him? All these insiders in New England talking about how, you know, this could really be the end for him? Is This this is all just a bunch of nonsense? I'm a little dubious because my buddy Tom Curran, who reports on them for, I believe he's now with Comcast New England, he's never wrong about this stuff. And he's been swearing that Kraft is looking at possibly moving on if they're terrible this year. So why the contract extension? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm surprised by that. I guess he's stuck there. So I guess... Patriots fans better get used to seven or eight wins for the next five or six years. I just think this has always been one of the most closely held and kept secrets in all of the NFL is how much does Bill Belichick actually make? I mean, he's probably making upwards of 20 million a year easily. Right. But you never know when, when, uh, you know, how exactly how much, what are the terms? And now for the first time ever, it's actually relevant because the team's not doing well. Normally it was like, all right, just pencil in your own blank check. Yeah, I mean, here's the problem. It's not him as a coach, by the way. He could still coach. You saw it last night. I think he took an inferior team and tactically figured out a way to slow down the Bills, especially yeah. the first half. It's Bill Belichick, the GM. It's just not. He's, he's behind. They're just so less athletic at so many different positions. Okay, but you signed him to a long-term deal. Yeah. Why would Belichick think that if you, just any employer yeah. out there, right? Your boss signs you to a long-term deal. You think they're happy with my performance. Yeah, probably. That's why I think if you're a Patriots fan, you're kind of bummed about this because you're you're stuck. You're not going anywhere. And if you're a Bills fan or a Jets fan, I know you guys have these Bill Belichick nightmares, but this is okay because you're not going to have him competing for the division title. Not unless he gets some kind of miracle quarterback next year. You do realize the Jets have like literally never beaten the Patriots for like lost a decade. 15 straight. Yeah. Like, like as long as the hoodie's on that sideline, I never have confidence the Jets are going to beat them. Well, when's, when's the last time the Patriots won the division? It's been now. It's been a while. Like probably five years, something like that. Yeah, I mean, when's the next time they're going to win it? Well, it doesn't matter because there's something called the wild card too, and they can play spoiler when they're a one in five team, like they may have done yesterday, upsetting the Bills. I mean, listen. I, I don't think they win another division title with Belichick there. I can't see them beating the Dolphins and the Bills and the Jets. Okay, listen. I, you don't necessarily have to win the division though to be considered a contender. There's a, a lot of great teams in the AFC. Or you'd be a thorn in the side yeah. of these other teams that are trying to go further. Yeah, I just, I don't see them being a contender either. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure how that plays out in the next six, seven years. Well, again, it's like, you know, it'd be great if you're the Chiefs, you get to coach against, uh, you know, Josh McDaniels and Brandon Staley and these other guys who are going to be just more head coach roadkill. All right, coming up, biggest surprise of the weekend. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.